Hey, what is going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the first Summer League slate of the season. Super, super excited for this one. We have six games in the main slate to go over, and I've been digging into these Summer League rosters for the last day or so, and I cannot wait to talk about this. But if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I make daily videos and live stream for NBA, NFL slates on DraftKings. Also make videos for PGA Daily Fantasy Sports and NBA Top Shot. If you guys are interested in NBA Top Shot, the market has really been booming the last couple days. I made a video, uh, just uploaded my channel uh, today if you want to go check that out, talking about the market, some of the recent purchases I made a couple days back. So really, really good to see that market bouncing back. If you're unable to watch these YouTube videos, I also upload Apple Podcasts. I will have a link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. If you listen there and you enjoy, if you could leave a five-star rating and review, that would go a long way for me. If you're interested in signing for premium content, now is the perfect time. Summer League, there's going to be a massive edge here. I'll be covering every single slate. Also covering NFL preseason, where we had a great uh, first night. So um, yeah, I offer an NBA package that includes Summer League, an NFL package that includes preseason, esports includes Call of Duty and CSGO, and then a gold package, which is a combination of everything. And I do want to thank Prize Picks for sponsoring this episode. So couple different ways you can play prize picks guys if you're not familiar number one is you take over under and straight up fancy points and i love that prize picks posted a ton of players for the summer league and i think there's a massive edge here so i'm gonna go over the players i like and if you're playing you should get on these quick so i think these numbers are gonna move but yeah first way is you take over under and straight up fancy points so prize books will post players and their fantasy scores you either take the over the under also they have single stat i'm guessing that's gonna be up a little bit later we can take like over under and straight up points assists rebounds so um, if you guys want to try it out, you can sign up using the code DKDFS. DKDFS, all one word, link down below. You'll get a 100% match up to $100. Basically, put $100 in, you'll get a free $100 to play with using my code. And finally, I just want to thank you guys again for everything, all of your support on this channel. Uh, we're now at 9.5 thousand subscribers. So if you guys do enjoy this content, you could subscribe if you haven't already. Again, about half of the, the people that watch my videos are not subscribed. So make sure to hit that subscribe button, trying to hit 10K before the NFL season starts. And like this video. Let's try to aim for 100 likes if you guys do enjoy this content and hit the notification bell as well so you know when I upload videos and go live. I will be doing a general Q&A live stream tomorrow uh, to just answer any questions you guys have, so make sure to check that one out. All right, so let's talk about some of the prize picks players I like here. And we got to start with these Boston Celtics. Romeo Lankford, 17.4. Aaron Naismith, 18.7. Even Peyton Pritchard, 23.1. So what I want to do is I want to show you guys this Boston Celtics roster, okay? This is pretty big. Carson Edwards out. So they have nine active bodies. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. And you know where this offense is coming from, right? Pritchard, Langford, Naismith, the guys on the actual team. So they're super shorthanded. Right? You can go and look at other rosters. Like, look at Atlanta. They have, like, up to 15 players in the roster. So the Celtics are going to be super shorthanded. And let's just go back and look at these, right? If we can project, I don't know, I would say mid to high 20s minutes for Langford, Naismith, and Pritchard with them being the top options. I mean, I like the over in all three of these guys, especially Langford and Naismith. So... Um, I just think those are way too low. You look at the roster. These guys are going to have to play minutes. They're going to be their top options. So I really like those Boston Celtics guys. Another edge here, guys, is going to be monitoring starting lineups. So like a guy like Langella Ball only projected for 9.9 .9 fancy points. Now, um, you guys know the brother of Lonzo and Lamella Ball. If he ends up picking up the start here, he's most likely going to go over 9 fancy points. Now, he's not as talented as, as uh, Lonzo and LaMelo, but he's still a solid player, right? He was in the Pistons Summer League. He's on um, 
he was on a couple, you know, G, he was in the G League. So, um, you know, Leangelo Ball at 9.9, especially if he starts, that just feels way, way too low. Now, we have, we have another NBA veteran in Emmanuel Moutier. Only projected right now for 11.7. Now, again, monitor starters. But, like, if he picks up the start, he's most likely going to go over 11.7. So, again, a lot of these feel too low. One especially here, another one, Isaac Okoro at 18.5. So, they said their main guys uh, are only going to play a couple games, but Okoro is going to handle the ball uh, and when he's out there and probably play 25 to 30 minutes. Him and Mobley only projected to play the first couple of games, but um, I think they're going to get a lot of minutes when they're out there. So 18 and a half just feels way too low for Okoro. Again, if he's going to handle the ball, um, I like going over on that. So again, they have a ton of players here. Um, but yeah, those are, those are a few that, that definitely stood out to me, guys. So again, if you guys want to try it out, use my code DKDFS. 100% match up to $100. All right, so with that out of the way, let's jump into the visit in this video. I guess really quick, we can go over my lineup here from the last Olympic slate of the season. It went really well, had a sweat. So in the fourth quarter, I was in first in everything, even that big contest winning like almost $3,000 total. Got caught at the end, but the big reason why I had a massive night here, low-owned Patty Mills. So I talked about this a ton, especially in my Patreon, that I was like, hey, everyone's going to try to jam in Luca again. I like going to Patty Mills for discounted tournaments. I think no one's going to play him. Again, he lost Mets last couple games due to blowouts. So Patty Mills, 14% of this tournament. He was 10% in the big tournament. 62 fancy points, an absolute must. Uh, the rest of my lap, TLC for value was solid. KD was very chalky, but but a good play. Yabuselli was obviously the chalk of the chalk. He kind of had to play him a power forward. Landale and K were both a little bit low, uh, lower owned than they should have been. Like K being only 50%, that was laughable. He was a guy that, uh, yes, he struggled against USA, but it was a much better matchup here against uh, Slovenia. And then rounded out with Batum, who started awful, but picked it up in the second half. And Nikolic was just literally a punt play. Now, he ended up picking up the start. Not a lot of people saw that. Um, so he was like super, super low owned and he picked up two quick fouls. So again, DFS in a nutshell, but, um, yeah, it was a really, really good night. Had a lot of, uh, you know, big wins for Patreon members. So let's see if we can keep it going here for the summer league guys. And again, I'm going to try to go a little bit quicker because we have a lot to talk about here. So let's start off with the Portland trailblazers. And can I ask you guys, what year is it? Right? What can Kenneth for Reed? And Michael Beasley are on this roster. Now, it says he's listed as out. I think some of these are incorrect. So we'll have to keep an eye on what Portland does here. But if Michael Beasley and Kenneth Reed both start, they are underpriced, right? They're veterans, but they're both phenomenal point-per-minute guys, that being Michael Beasley and that being Kenneth Reed. So what we have to do here is, again, keep an eye on Twitter, See what Portland's going to do with the starting lineup. If Beasley and Kenneth Reed start, they both seem way, way too cheap. Now, Moutier, again, one of the guys I mentioned, a veteran, his prize picks like, what, like 11? So if he picks up the start, he's going to go over 11.7 fancy points. Um, now, for DraftKings, I don't like the price as much on Moutier at 7.2. I think of like if we get starters of like Moutier, Beasley, Fareed, I would rather go to Beasley and Fareed. Um, CJ Ellaby, again, he was in the end of the bench for, for Portland. I don't love going there. But yeah, those are the guys that, that kind of stand out. Again, you know, Portland can do some weird stuff. They can have Beasley and Freed on the roster, but not, might not play them. So that's why I said it's very, very important. Um, again, Twitter is going to be your best friend. Uh, so keeping up with beat writers, seeing these starting lineups, and um, yeah, there's going to be an edge. You want to focus on the starters, right? So 
if you're playing a guy that's not starting, there's a risk that they play limited minutes or get a DNP um, in general, right? Like, I just want to bring this up. Like, Christian Wood, a couple summer leagues ago, was super, super popular for his few slates, and he just didn't play. So that's why I said keeping an eye on, um, you know, starting lineups is going to be massive here. Let's move on to Charlotte. So um, Charlotte, Vernon Carey Jr. Uh, was kind of on the bench. A couple of guys here on the end of the bench for the team. Vernon Carey Jr., uh, Nick Richards, Grant Riller. didn't get a ton of playing uh, time. But Vernon Carey Jr. was a guy that, um, you know, he did have one, a couple spot starts. And when he stayed out of foul trouble, he was, like, really good. So if he picks up a start here at 6.1K, I do think he's a pretty safe play kind of in the mid-range. Uh, then again, I mentioned Leangelo Ball at 4.4K. If he picks up the start, I think this is a good price point for him. Again, not as talented as Lonzo or LaMelo, but that seems really, really cheap. So Leangelo, Vernon Carey, the guys who stand out for me on Charlotte. Moving on to Houston. So they have a lot of rookies here, but we'll start with Kenny Martin Jr. What I like here is they have him listed as a small forward. He is not a small forward. He's like a power forward, uh, almost center. Um, you know, we saw with the Rockets being super shorthanded at the end of the season, what Kenny Martin can do. So assuming he starts, I think he plays 25 to 30 minutes. I think he's going to be one of the better spin ups for sure. Now, um, a couple other non-rookies here, Kyrie Thomas, Anthony Lamb. These are two guys that again saw uh, action at the end of the season. Kyrie Thomas is a guy that can kind of stuff the stat sheet. We saw a couple big games um, from him uh, with uh, that Rockets team. Got them having a like seven to eight man rotation at the end of the season. So if he picks up a start, I like him at, at shooting guard. And then again, we have a lot with rookies, Green, um, Jalen Green at 7.8K. Um, you know, I'm assuming he's going to play big minutes. Don't mind him as a spend up. I do want to mention also Usman Garuba, if you guys uh, follow my Olympic content. He was a guy that they got some minutes for Spain uh, when they went a little bit more small against the USA. Uh, you know, we saw his his upside. He's a good rebounder, can block some shots. Uh, if he picks up the start, I think he looks like an intriguing value play. Uh, Josh Christopher, a rookie, 24th overall pick. He's only 4.1K. Like if he starts, I think that's a good value play. So uh, a lot, I think there's a decent amount to like here for, for Houston. Again, Kenny Martin Jr., you know, uh, Kyrie Thomas, Anthony Lamb, and some of the rookies, uh, again, Garuba, Christopher, guys that I think look pretty intriguing, especially if they end up picking up a start. Moving on to Cleveland. So Cleveland, I talked about this, you know, uh, Mobley is going to participate in three of the five games. Okoro only expected to play a couple before getting shut down. But if you read this article, they said Isaac Okoro is going to do a majority of the ball handling duties. Now, he's priced at 8.6K. But I do think he is one of the better spend-ups. Um, I expect him to play mid-high 20s minutes, I think is a fair guess. And with him handling the ball a lot, I think he's a good spend-up. Also, Evan Mobley, their rookie, really solid point printer guy, a center, should start. They're going to give him big minutes too. So the Mo- Mobley-Okoro duo, duo here at the top, I like a good amount. Now, a couple of the guys you probably uh, recognize if you played MBDFS this year, Broderick Thomas, Lamar Stevens, they're in the end of the bench for Cleveland. If those guys end up picking up a start, I think they make for decent value plays. But I think the offense is mainly going to be a quarrel, handling the ball, and then Mobley down low. I'm moving on to Washington. So their rookie, um, Corey Kispert, is at 7K. You know, he had a solid year for Gonzaga, a talented score. Don't mind him as a contrarian spend-up, but probably not going to be the first guy in for me. If Cassius Winston picks up the start here at 5-1, I like him. Talented player from MSU. Um, didn't get a, a ton of action last year for Washington, but he's a really, really good scorer. So, uh, yeah, if Cassius starts, I like that price there, 5.1K. Let's see, was there anything else I wanted to mention here for Washington? Um, and they have a pretty deep team, so I'll just say monitor the starting lineup. Another thing I'll say is... If you get like some value bigs that pick up a start, that's going to look good, right? Because uh, bigs just have a higher floor than other players. So if you get like, for example, 
Marcus Bolden picking up a start at 4.8K. I think he's a value guy you can look to. So, again, that, that's another thing is bigs are usually have a higher floor. Bigs and point guards, if you're not familiar with a player and you see them in the starting lineup and they're either a point guard or a big and they're cheap, then you can you can roll the dice on that. Because, again, point guards, again, will handle the ball a ton, and bigs obviously have a high floor with rebounds, putbacks, block shots, stuff like that. Moving on to Indiana. So, Shaper set really turned it on to, to end of the year uh, there with the Pacers being shorthanded. We saw what he could do. Uh, I think he makes for a good spend up there at 7.6K. Goga Patase has been a little bit banged up. Keep an eye on this. Um, if he does play, I think he's a really solid play kind of in the mid-range. Uh, but I think there's a chance he misses this game. Cassius Stanley, another guy that was a rookie last year, was on the end of the bench. I expect him to start and play big minutes here. He's shooting guard. I think he'll play point guard at times uh, for this Pacers summer league team. So Stanley, I think he's a pretty good play there in the mid-range. Um, I think that's it. I will mention Amita Brima. He's kind of more of a bruiser big. But if there's no uh, Goga Bataz day, my guess is Amita Brima will pick up a start. And if he does, I think he'd be a good value. So um, I know I sound like a broken record. Or I know, guys, I'm being annoying. I've said this like four or five times. But starting lineups are going to be key. Things are going to change. Some players, you know, some good players might not play. So going to be big to monitor beat writers and that news. Moving on to Oklahoma City. So, um, Theo Maldon's at the top at 7.1K. Obviously, he got a lot of run with his OKC team last year. I think he makes her a pretty solid spend up. Uh, Robinson Earl was a draft pick. He's at 5.7K. Um, you know, if he picks up a start, I think he uh, makes her a pretty solid play in the mid range. Average 15, 8, and 2 uh, last year in college. Let's see, what else? Uh, oh, also, Aaron Wiggins, another draft pick. He was uh, picked late in the second round, but he's only 4.4K. So in the summer league, Mostly, uh, most of the time, teams are going to want to see what they have in their younger guys. So, uh, you know, if, if a guy like Wiggins picks up a start of 4.4K, I think that makes for an interesting play. Uh, we have the GOAT, Charlie Brown. If you guys are familiar with NBA DFS the last couple of years, he's been, uh, you know, a guy that is, uh, you know, when, when teams have been shoot super, super shorthanded, he's gotten some, some runs. So, uh, you know, Charlie Brown, I think, makes for an intriguing play there at 5.6K. Moving on to Detroit. So Detroit's probably the best team right now in the summer league. They are super loaded. Sadiq Bey, Cade Cunningham, Isaiah Stewart, if he plays, um, I'm not sure if he's going to play in this one. Killian Hayes, Sekou, Saban Lee, Luca Garza. This team is just loaded. So, and guys are pricey. Um, I think I might prefer spend ups elsewhere, and it's not because I dislike Sadiq Bay, Kate Cumming, Kate Cunningham, Isaiah Stewart. If he plays, it's just that they're they're loaded, right? They're they're very very balanced teams. So. Um, yes, I'm super excited to watch Cade Cunningham, but I might take a wait-and-see approach for, for Detroit and see what they end up doing again. They are loaded. Killing Hayes, Saban Lee, Sekou Boy. These are all guys around the roster. Isaiah Stewart, if he does play, like he makes for a decent spend-up. We saw what he could do in uh, time last year for Detroit. If he misses, and I think a guy like Luca Garza becomes viable. Um, he's out of Iowa, very talented scorer, so... <coughs> Sorry, guys. I felt that sneeze coming. Um, yeah, Garza would probably be a guy that I look to if uh, if he does end up picking up a start. Like Isaiah Livers out of Michigan was a little bit banged up. But, yeah, this is a team that I don't have a ton of interest in because uh, they are loaded. Moving on to Denver. So I want to show you guys this. Uh, let's see. Where is it at? Sorry, I have a ton of tabs here, so bear with me. All right. This is big. Big, big news. Nuggets are practicing Saturday morning, then flying to Vegas. Denver's hopeful it will have eight players available due to health and safety protocols. So, um, Denver could be super, super shorthanded. Now, we don't know exactly who was out and who was in, but if they're only going to have eight active players, then there's definitely some value here. So, what I'll say is, 
we just have to keep an eye on the news for this one. Um, now, going over players, uh, again, Bull Bull. I'm sure a lot of you guys are familiar with him. He's a, a talented player, guy that can block some shots, super, super tall. Marcus Howard was on the end of the bench for Denver, but he's a really good point printed guy. Zeke Naji, a rookie last year. Caleb Agat is one guy I want to mention. If he does play, um, I think he's a very sneaky play. Not a lot of people are familiar with him. Um, he showed off for Nigeria in the USA exhibition game. Now, he didn't get a ton of run for uh, Nigeria in the Olympics, but uh, this guy's a talented scorer. So, um, again, with Denver, it's going to be kind of a wait-and-see approach here and uh, see who's en- who is available. And if they do only have like seven, eight available players, then we're probably going to want a couple guys here from Denver. All right, moving on to uh, Miami. And we got to talk about the GOAT here. Omer Yurt7 has been dominating so far for the Miami Heat. Uh, in So there's actually been a couple kind of like pre-summer league tournaments. There's one, I think, in L.A. and one in Utah. So Yurt7, we got a couple games from him, and he was dominant. So I think I have some of these box scores up here. 31 minutes. Uh, let's see. He had 27 points, one block, two assists, 19 rebounds. And then uh, another game here, he had 25 points, three blocks, one steal, eight boards, uh, one assist, and he's only 5.3K. So if you just do a little bit of research, Yurt7 is probably the top play in the slate. Got to really, really like him, assuming he starts. Now they have Caves Yoke Paula, Max Strauss list is out. Again, not sure if they will actually be out. Max Strauss did play in one of the warm-up games. We'll see about that. And Gabe Vincent was on the Nigeria team, so we'll see if he's going to be available for this one. Um, a guy I do want to mention here for value is Drew Smith. Is at the flat min price 4K. So he's actually started the first couple games for the Miami Heat. Played 28 minutes, went for 11 points, 4 assists, 2 rebounds. And then uh, started this game, played 23 minutes, went for 7 points, 6 assists, 3 rebounds, and 2 steals. So you can tell he's going to handle the ball a decent amount when he's out there. Assuming he starts, I think Drew Smith makes for a good value play. All right, let's finish up here with Lakers and Suns. So Devontae Kakak was one guy that's been dominant so far for the Lakers. Now he has dealt with a little bit of foul trouble in the summer league, but uh, he was on the bench for the Lakers last year. He's a really good point permanent guy, a good rebounder, can block some shots. Um, I like Kakak there at 6'5". I think he is a little bit underpriced. The rest of the Lakers, I'm probably going to pass on. Again, we'll see what they end up doing in their starting lineup. Wait, is this the Charlie Brown? This might have been the Charlie Brown. There's there's two Charlie Browns. Now I'm getting mixed up here. Uh, all right. Hold on. Let's. There is... No, that's Sean D. Brown. Okay, never mind. Yeah, Sean D. Brown. Again, he's actually a rookie out of Michigan, but um, I just want to make sure I got that right. So, yeah, Devontae Cox has been the guy that's been playing really well for the Lakers. Uh, he played 28 minutes, 15 points, four assists, seven boards, two steals, and a block. Um, other guys I'm getting some minutes. Again, AI, Reeves, Sean D. Brown, all sell over 20 minutes. Justin Robinson as well. No one really had big games beside Kakak, so. Um, yeah, starters will be key, but if, if you get some guys that are cheap and I pick them to start, then, then I'm fine rolling the dice there. But Kakak's the main guy I want to talk about. And finally, the Phoenix Suns. So they didn't have any picks in the draft this year. Uh, Jalen Smith was kind of just um, hidden on the end of the bench, didn't get a ton of time. From what I've seen, read article, they're going to want to feature Jalen Smith here. So we'll see what he's made of. And he was the 10th overall pick last year. Really didn't get a ton of playing time. He's at 7-4. I think he makes for an interesting spend up. As far as the rest of this uh, roster goes, 
we'll just have to keep Ryan starters. Right now, I'm going to pass, but if we do see something like super, super cheap, I ended up picking the starting lineup or picking up the start, then we can go there for value. So I know I talked a lot there, guys, but that is going to do it for the video. Uh, if you guys have been enjoying the content this far, I would really appreciate if you leave a like button on the video, subscribe if you haven't already, and hit the notification bell so you don't upload videos and you know I'm live. Again, I'll be, I'll be doing a general Q&A live stream, shorter one tomorrow. But make sure to check that out, answer any questions you guys have. Um, and again, guys, for like the 20th time, I will say Twitter, 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 monitor news, going to be key. Starting lineups going to be key. Uh, Denver as well could be super, super shorthanded. So keep an eye on that one. But thanks again, guys. Have a great day and I'll see you all tomorrow in the live stream.